I know some of you were excited when you come in this morning and you found out uh, that we had a speaker from Gideon's and you said, yes, we don't have to listen to Mike this week. But um, I'm a, a Southern Baptist preacher who can't uh, resist an opportunity to, uh, to speak from God's Word, so you still get to hear from me. Uh, you thought you were getting away, away from it, but um, we've got a, a message uh, for you from uh, the book of Psalms. So if you have your copy of the Scripture, turn with me to Psalm 111. I'm just going to read uh, a few verses here together. Uh, Psalm chapter 111, begin um, reading in verse 10 through Psalm 112, verse 2. Psalm 111, beginning verse 10, says, Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey His commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise Him forever. Praise the Lord. How joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying His commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. Let's just pray. Dear Heavenly God, I just thank You and I praise You for this ministry of the Gideons that we've heard about and how Your precious Word has changed lives all over the world by simply knowing the truth of your love and your grace. Lord, we thank you that you are such a great and an awesome God, so worthy of all of our praise. Lord, you are the giver of truth, the giver of wisdom. And we pray, Lord, that as we get to know you more and the truth of your word, we will be wise in our living and may reflect your wise counsel, your godly truth in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, have you ever wanted to be wise? Yeah? Not smart. Some of us have to give up on that one. But wise. I was, I was um, really relieved a, a number of years ago when I found out that wisdom has very little to do with intelligence. I was relieved because I thought, well, someday I may at least be wise because uh, I'll never reach the intelligent part probably. But wisdom has really nothing to do with intelligence. But we all know someone who's, who's wise, don't we? Someone who we go to for advice and for counsel. Um, some people, if you think of wisdom, you think of maybe some sage sitting under a tree that everyone's going to come to for counsel. Uh, I simply think of my, my Papa Jones, uh, who's my, my dad's dad, who uh, I grew up on the farm with. Now, Papa never had uh, any more than uh, the first early years of primary education he was a simple farmer, never had much money. He was a deacon in a local church, but man, was he wise. He was one of those guys, you know, who just, who doesn't say a lot, but when he says, he, he really says it. You know, he, he has wise words and godly counsel, and when he spoke, everyone listened, because when he spoke, he spoke with godly wisdom. You see, Psalm 11, or 111, verse 10 says, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, or the foundation of wisdom. Wisdom is not based on our intelligence or our education or our age. It's not simply that older people are wise, uh, although they, there's some wisdom that comes with age and experience. Biblical wisdom is based on a willingness to see things from God's perspective, not ours, and a willingness to trust God in every situation, not ourselves. And so I just want to speak just briefly about how we can get godly wisdom and um, how that affects our lives. 
as I mentioned, Psalm 111 verse 10 says, the, beginning of, uh, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom or the foundation of wisdom. And that word foundation is actually from the uh, Hebrew word yirah, which means uh, uh, reverence or, or respect, uh, comes from this, uh, is the, the fear of the Lord. Uh, a reverence or respect of Him, not that you're scared of Him, but that you recognize who He is. And it's saying that's the, uh, the foundation or the beginning uh, there in verse 10 means it's an essential part like a cornerstone in which they build uh, the, uh, any house or a building. Uh, it is uh, the chief essential part that without everything else uh, falls to bits. Uh, the fear of the Lord and respect of Him. But I want to take you back to uh, the beginning of Psalm 111. And let me read this because it talks a little bit about why we should trust God and who He is. Praise the Lord. I will, give, I will thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with His godly people. How amazing are the deeds of the Lord. All who delight in Him should ponder them. Everything He does reveals His glory and majesty. His righteousness never fails. He causes us to remember His wonderful works. How gracious and how merciful is our Lord. He gives food to those who fear Him. He always remembers His covenant. He has shown His great power to the people by giving them the lands of other nations. All He does is just and good, and all His commandments are trustworthy. They are forever true, to be obeyed faithfully and with integrity. He has paid a full ransom for His people. He has guaranteed His covenant with them forever. What a holy, awe-inspiring name He has. The fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey His commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise Him forever. Isn't that a great psalm? It's one that we don't look at very often. It's one of those little ones, so it's easy to read. But some powerful stuff about who God is and all He does for us and how He is a God that we can trust. And beginning to trust in Him, beginning to see things from His perspective is how we begin to be wise. Vance Havener in his book called Consider Christ said this of God's perspective, and I love this. He said, if I could stand for just five minutes at God's vantage point and see the entire scheme of things as He sees it, how absurd would be my dreads, how ridiculous my fears and tears. Isn't that great? If just for a moment we could see things from God's perspective, all of a sudden our worries seem to disappear. An older hymn said it like this, Turn your eyes upon Jesus. Look full on His wonderful face and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim in the light of His glory and grace. When we start to look at things from God's perspective, when we start realizing who He is and the great God we serve, it starts putting things into perspective and we can learn to trust Him with our lives. We can begin uh, to be wise in any situation. This sort of godly wisdom leads to, and a knowing of God's Word leads us to obedience to God's Word. Here it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. All those who obey His commands will grow in wisdom. So we start in wisdom by knowing who God is and our reverence for Him and trying to see things from His perspective, trying to trust in His guidance. But we grow in that wisdom by following God's commands without reservation. This is the sort of command written here as, as a king would give. And the king in, in the, the time of the Psalms were written, a king's word was followed no matter what. It was followed without hesitation or 
People died and people struggled. Today, we often suffer because we're not willing to follow the King, our Lord and Savior God. We question everything and we think that our way is best. But the more we get to know God, the more we learn that what He knows, the way He chooses is best and He can be trusted. And we start to see things the way He would see things, not just with our own limited eyes. For His way leads to life and salvation and hope. Our hope is not in the way we would handle things, but how God would. And the more we get to know His Word, the more we see what a gracious and loving God He is, the more we see what a powerful God He is, and the more we can start to trust Him with the situations in our life. God gives understanding to those who are obedient. He allows us to start to grow and to develop in wisdom. That's from Psalm 111, verse 10 there. Now, we've all heard that expression, hindsight is twenty-twenty. Now, growing up as someone who's, you know, hear, I was going to say hearing impaired, maybe that too, but seeing impaired, and uh, I've had to wear glasses since I was in year four, and uh, I can't see very well without them. Um, so I, I always wanted that 2020 vision, that, that beautiful vision. My, my, my brother doesn't wear glasses. My sister doesn't want gla- wear glasses. They, they, no, uh, no need there at all. Great vision. And they used to say that hindsight's 2020, and you think, what a weird expression. We can see everything better in the past. But what it's saying is once you get through the situation, sometimes you can see uh, how it was all being worked out. But I think wisdom, trusting in God in every situation, is that ability to start applying the experiences and and knowledge that we have in life from the past to allow us to start seeing 2020 in foresight, not just our hindsight. Godly wisdom actually enables us to learn from our past experiences and the knowledge that we obtain from the past to start seeing the future with the same sort of way that we can see the past. Isn't it amazing how as Christians you can get through situations and sometimes, in fact, often it's not until we're through the situation, through the darkness and through the difficulty that we can see that God was at work all along. Wouldn't it be wonderful to get to a place in our faith in God, our relationship with God, where we have such wisdom that we just know God's in control, even when we're going through the darkness. Even when we're going through the difficult situation, even when it's daunting what is ahead of us, we know that we can be at peace. We know that the God of the universe is with us, and so we need not fear. We can see just as clearly ahead that God is in control as we can behind. The more we learn to trust Him, the more God helps us to understand what He's up to. And patience and obedience leads to understanding. But I think godly wisdom also compels us to praise. I love these simple phrases like Psalm 111, verse 1, Psalm 112, uh, verse 1, Psalm 111, verse 10, Psalm 113, verse 1. Uh, Praise the Lord, or praise Him forever. Praise be to God, whom we can trust. For all of Psalm 111 and Psalm 12 is about trusting in God and that wise counsel, allowing that to form how we see the world and the blessings that come for those who trust in God. It's more than just a joyful noise. Now, I grew up in in churches where everyone wasn't a great singer. 
Now, they used to say, oh, well, at least they make a joyful noise. Some of that doesn't sound very joyful <laughs> to the people sitting next to them anyway, but people just sing their hearts out, making a joyful noise to the Lord. But this sort of praise the Lord is more than just making a joyful noise to the Lord. It's more than just singing through the words. It's more than just expressing it with the way we sing. It's about the way we live our lives. I mentioned to you once before uh, that um, the church I grew up in used to have a welcome song. Now, it sounds wonderful, doesn't it? I have visitors come and they look around. It was a small church. There's probably 25 people there on, on average on a Sunday. And so you always knew when a visitor came in. And they'd go, all right, we're going to sing the welcome song because this new visitor is here. Now, it sounds like a wonderful thing, but it was not a wonderful thing. The welcome song was not a very welcoming song at all. It was depressing. <laughs> the welcome song went like this. There's a welcome here, there's a welcome here, there's a Christian welcome here. Now, it sounds great, right? But through the years, and maybe as the people have gotten older in the church, the song got drug out and laid back, and there was one little lady that would just start singing from the middle of the congregation, and the whole church would go, There's a welcome here, there's a welcome here. Makes you feel really welcome, isn't it? And, and literally, no, one, no one's expression changed. No one, it's just, there's a Christian, welcome here. And you think, am I really welcome here, or are you trying to drive me out? Huh? Well, I want to say that the, the praise of the Lord that comes from, from knowing God and who He really is, the praise of the Lord that comes from a godly wisdom, and knowing that you can follow His counsel no matter the situation, that's a praise that just wells up from within us. That's more than just a, a word that we may sing going through the motions of a welcome song. This is a praise that from everlasting to everlasting, an everlasting praise from our heart that's reflected in our lives. It reflects in how we live. It reflects in how we relate in our marriages. It reflects in how we, we parent our children. It relates in how we work in our community. It relates in how we engage with people at... Um, at Lake Haven or wherever you are, it relates to how you are uh, when you're at the beach. It's a praise from God that just people know that there's a peace in your life. People know that there's a God who is in control. They know that there's something different because your very life is praising God. An everlasting praise. Praise Him forever. And this sort of godly wisdom that leads us to knowing God's Word and leads us to praise also leads us to blessing. Psalm 112, verse 1 and 2. says, Praise the Lord, how joyful are those who fear the Lord and delight in obeying His commands. Their children will be successful everywhere. An entire generation of godly people will be blessed. And in fact, all of Psalm 112 talks about the blessings of those who follow God in this way, who trust God in this way. They are blessed because God loves you. You're blessed because God is proud of you. And God loves, he loves you and cares for you. And you're starting to understand who He is. Which brings great blessing. But this is not the same as getting everything you want. In one, chapter 112, verse 3, when it says you'll be wealthy or uh, be successful, it, it's not saying that uh, you're going to all of a sudden change the, the Toyota for a Bentley or uh, whatever it is. It doesn't mean you're, um, you're going to move into a nicer house or have all the land. 
although much of the Old Testament, the sign of God's blessing was material wealth. And they saw that as God's hand on what they were doing and uh, where he, he blessed, it was great uh, blessing and great wealth. The New Testament, Matthew, and, and Matthew's Gospel, chapter 19, verse 16 to 30, Jesus is talking, and he actually says, it's easier for a poor person to inherit the kingdom of God than for a rich person. It's easier for a rich person to walk through the, the eye of the needle or a tiny part in the wall of Jerusalem than it is for, um, for uh, them to inherit the kingdom of God. Now, that didn't make any sense to people who thought, Great material wealth meant God's blessing. This idea of wealth is a wealth that we obtain, the wealth that we obtain as, a, as true godly wisdom. Maybe material. Certainly people are, are blessed in that way. In the Old Testament, yes, it would have been much that way. But even in the Old Testament, it was a wealth that led, uh, to, leads to influence and a voice, and power, and control. They had influence over their workers, and influence over their family, and influence over the community. And those who obtain this sort of godly wisdom will have opportunity to influence others in huge ways with God's wise counsel, godly, wise living. We have opportunities to share the truth that we know of God's Word with others. By living that out in our community, in our workplaces, in our, our families, and by even placing God's Word in, in the hands of others around the world. Now, are you wise and understanding? Do you see things from God's perspective or from yours? Are you obedient to the Word of God and faithful to follow God's instruction? If you are like many of us today, the answer often would be no, or sometimes, or maybe. I just want to close my part before we sing our last song with this prayer and just ask that you pray this with me. God, I realize that I failed to give you the respect and reverence that you deserve. Nothing exists without you. You love me in spite of me. Forgiving all my sins and making it possible for me to live forever with you in paradise. God, teach me your wisdom. Help me to know you more. Bless me as I work to be obedient to your word and faithful to follow you as you lead. Thank you, Lord, for the blessings that you've given me and for how you will be a blessing in my life and that of my family and through our lives as I learn to apply your wisdom to my life. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.